Hello and welcome to the Private Practice Made Perfect podcast. I'm Cathy Love. I started life as an OT, had a, an amazing, crazy private practice which I sold. And what I do now is help allied health business owners create a business that serves them, the time, the money, the joy that they absolutely deserve. And this is where my idea for the podcast started. What I want to do is to capture how hard allied health business owners in Australia work to achieve their dreams, to support their teams, to create amazing outcomes for their clients. So sit back, beverage of joys, drive safely, walk carefully, however you're listening in, and I hope you absolutely enjoy. Kathy Love here. How are you? I've been doing a whole lot of thinking in this last two or three weeks about personal routines for energy management and ultimately sustainability. And uh, this is a topic that I've read a fair bit about and I've worked with uh, coaches around this stuff. So it's something I've got a lot of commitment to. And even with when I think about uh, the personal practices that I have in place, they work for a certain amount of time and I am getting better and better at noticing when my routines kind of are tailing off and are less effective. And that means that I've got to get in and check about why they're kind of fading and either ramp them back up again or even replace them. So I am continuously in this cycle of reviewing and replacing and refreshing all of the wild and wonderful routines that I have across my lifestyle that really give me the best chance of creating optimal personal energy. So I'm hoping some of you might be a little bit curious about this and a little bit interested about this. Certainly, it's a topic that comes up uh, quite often uh, from the, our wonderful NACA Consulting members. They sort of say, your energy seems boundless. You don't seem to get tired. Do you have an off day? Uh, these sorts of things. How do you do what you do? Uh, and I've got a few, you know, reasons for how I make that happen but to an extent they're right I don't get chronically tired like I used to years ago I don't get um, irritably tired across the late afternoon Um, I've got a whole lot of tricks and tips in my toolkit that really helps me manage my energy in a very, very sustainable and equalizing way right across the whole day. But that's just my stuff. I know there's a ton of other people out there that do this sort of work and have read and are way more informed and way more inspired and practicing at a much, much higher level than me. So I just thought it could be interesting uh, to kind of just get a little bit of conversation going and share a few ideas and get you thinking about what you could be doing more of or less of or what you could even be doing differently so that you're in a position to be creating the best, the highest level of personal energy uh, possible in this particular in this particular phase. 
we talk about it as being a battery. You know, um, where's my mobile phone? Oh, there it is. It's holding up my notes. We talk about the mobile phone and how you see that battery full at the start of the day when you take it off the charger and how it kind of creeps down. Okay, so what? imagine that, visualise that, imagine your personal battery and how it depletes across the day. And at what point do you really notice it? And at what point do you really feel it? And at what point do you really wear it? But then at what point do you actually do something about it? At what point do you charge your phone back in for a recharge? And apply that to yourself. At what point do you actually bring in some a little bit of something kind of top up the battery so that you're really working in an optimal range for as much of the time as as humanly possible. And on that topic of human, we are human and all of us are human, pretty human on a good day. And we all do this stuff really, really differently. Hey, all of our systems are unique and everyone's going to kind of do all of this stuff differently. Some people more effectively than others. And I know I have totally got my L plates on in this, on this uh, personal energy management caper, but I am so far, um, so far ahead of where I was, you know, four and five years ago as well. Um, So yeah, I, I wonder what you think about this personal battery uh, as your energy powerhouse across the day and what you think about in terms of routines that support your energy, optimise your energy for sustainable performance. Um, I'd love to know what some of your routines are. I'm going to share some of mine and just a few of mine, but really some of the more general principles that I have gleaned from the people that um, I've kind of worked with and read and followed over the years. But, um, yeah, feel free to kind of also get in touch and um, share up some of your stuff as well because together we could learn so much more. Right, so this thing about routines for personal energy management and ultimate performance and sustainability. should have said performance before. Gosh, absolutely. So just make a little quick mental note. What routines do you currently have in place that effectively help you manage your personal energy. Make a mental note. Just roll through the whole day from end of the day to the evening to the morning to the daytime and circling back around the clock once again. What have you already got in place, place that's working really well? Because we do not want to mess with that good stuff. And then do a lap of the 24 hours again and have a think about those routines that may have faded and lost a little bit of their impact, like mine have. And I've been working to re-establish routines, refresh and renew routines in the last few weeks. Hmm. So you've got some good stuff to keep and you've potentially got some new routines to refresh or renew. So let's start with the end of the day. Uh, You were probably all expecting me to start with the morning, but I'm going to start with the end of the day. It's a bit of chicken and egg, let's be honest. It's a a lot of chicken and egg. But what I wanted to kind of think about here was the way you end your day actually has a sizable impact on how you start the next day, if you like. And vice versa, but we're just going to take an end of day approach first. So end of day is going to look, you know, different for absolutely everybody. I get that. But my thinking here is how do you actually wrap your work? 
How do you actually close your body and your mind out of work for the day? Because it's really important. I don't think we actually close the door on work particularly well. I remember when I had my practice and look, it was five minute door to door drive between the clinic and home. And there were many days when I drove the long way home because I needed processing time. And once I became conscious of this, I started to um, highlight this need to process and close down the open loops, close down the the thinking, close down the work thinking as best I could because I needed to be um, some resemblance of a mother and a partner um, and even a daughter and a sister, um, you know, literally 15 minutes later when I got myself in the door. What I like to do now as part of my end of day, uh, end of day routine is to check back over my calendar and to think about the conversations I've had and to think about the trainings I might have done and the suggestions I might have made, what I've learned across the day, but also where I've been helpful across the day. For me, this just is a good tactic for closing some loops. Invariably, In the early hours of the day or even the the night before, I've written a list about what I wanted to get done that day and that is pulled from a larger larger list. And so how did I go on those things? And rather than just tick it off or put a line through it, really satisfying, I get that, like I totally do that, but I actually try and pause and look at my list and I'm actually reaching for it right now. I haven't done it for today, but I'll do it when I jump off this recording. And to actually look at what I have completed across the day and what it means. So every task done is a gift for somebody somewhere on the planet. So I look at the phone calls I've made and I just quickly revisit the, the, the content there. I think about the coaching conversations I've had, the content I've developed, whatever it is the emails I've replied to, the decisions I've made, the things I've approved, the conversations I've had with my team. What does all of that mean? I just like to kind of check in that I've been helpful and friendly and effective across the day. As I said, this end of day piece is is the very best time when you actually pre-plan for tomorrow. So what is the schedule for tomorrow? What are the tasks on the list for tomorrow? And to sort of start to get some attachment forward into what it's going to mean. What's it going to mean for me and my team and my family and our members tomorrow when I get these pieces of work done? And to get some early investment in it. I also like to completely clean my desk every single night. I don't have a particularly messy work desk style. Pretty routine on this front, but... I put everything away that um, has been associated with the day and I only get out what I'm going to need tomorrow. So when I walk in tomorrow, everything is laid out, ready to go. There's no faffing around on that front as well. And for me, that is just a real energy hack that I'm not even starting the day with a sense of, oh, my God, what's going on? It's kind of all laid out in front of me as well. So that's the end of the, the workday piece. And I want to spin back to that uh, story that I was sharing earlier about the transition from work to the rest of life. I'd love to know how you guys manage manage that. Certainly, it's been a challenge for me over the years, way less so now. Um, But it's really important to have some mindfulness around the transition out of business owner 
business worker role into whatever your next life role is. So some of the things that support me at the moment is movement, whether it's a walk or a stretch, but yoga. Um, I find music really, really helpful, and I'm very fortunate that I have a lot of water available. So I'm often kind of literally washing off the day in various ways. I also find meditation is really good here, and it might be 10 minutes. It might be. It's usually always 10 minutes as a minimum. But I find that that is a very clearing, cleansing way to transition um, out of work roll into home roll. Not unusual for me to kind of get my work uniform off and kind of get in to um, something. So I'm physically represented differently as well. So that's that kind of funky twilight zone, if you if you like, depending on the time of the year. And then, so what do you do? Pause for a moment. What are your what are your routines and what are your tactics from transitioning to work mode? to rest of life mode. Take a moment, check through some of the things that support you at the moment. Do any of them need a bit of a review? Do any of them them work really well and you totally want to do more of that? Maybe, because we are human, maybe some of them have totally slipped off, slipped out of mind, and you know they work and you totally want to bring them back in because you know how effective they are when you have that discipline to practice them, then hopefully they become self-sustaining, you know, because the outcomes are so good from those practices that they're just, you're devoted, devotee. Then there's the evening routine. So what what are your evenings like? And probably every evening is a little bit different, but let's just take that phase where you're getting yourself ready for sleep. First question, are you getting enough sleep? Next question, is it quality sleep? Quantity and quality in the sleep world of sleep are really, really different. Please go and have a bit of a read about this. It is the, what are they calling it, the fourth or fifth pillar of health. There is huge research and efforts going going out Australia-wide around sleep. You might have seen some of it, but it's on the back of years of work with a very focused working party on um, sleep because that, oh, anyway, don't start me on sleep. Don't start me on sleep. I'll try and get you in um, a podcast guest to talk about sleep. How about I do that? Writing that down now on list, maybe for tomorrow, maybe for next week. So what is your pre-sleep routine? How do you slow yourself down? How do you filter the the lighting? How do you filter the sensory environment, the overall stimulation? Um, How do you kind of manage yourself, regulate yourself down towards a sleep state? It's going to be different for everybody. I know what works for me. Um, Lights need to be low. um needs to be quiet um i always eat whenever always nearly always eat very very early um and i'm also one for a lot of good quality sleep and i actually measure and rate my sleep so i got some biodata on on that good stuff as well so maybe your pre-sleep routine could do with a little zhuzh and 
I've had several sleep tests done, so I know about um, what this stuff means for me and I know about um, what my kind of sleep metrics typically typically are as well. So that could be something that you could consider as well, um, whether you actually really want to check out some of the sleep stuff that you uh, might be suspecting get it sorted for real and um, get a sleep management plan in place. So a sleep um, uh, sleep specialist is very much part of my um, personal medical crew and has been for, for years and we have regular checkups on that front. Running a business isn't just about setting up shop and becoming complacent. It's about showing up for ourselves and our clients with a commitment to continuous improvement. We have to be honest with ourselves about where we're at and where we're going. That means identifying strengths and weaknesses so we can improve. After all, if we're remaining stagnant, how can we scale and build the business and life of our dreams? That's where the NACAR Consulting Allied Health Biz Quiz comes in. We're not talking horoscopes and pulse hope here. This questionnaire is the perfect starting point for you to begin identifying your strengths, needs and blind spots as an allied health business owner. The process is simple. Answer the 14 questions and we'll send you a personalised report that includes actionable steps for you to start taking your business to the next level. Ready to take your business into your own hands? Take the NACAR Consulting Allied Health Biz Quiz today. Rightio, back to the script here, people. Good news, back here to the script. Alrighty, good night's sleep. Quality, quantity, spot on. We are rising with the birds uh, in that morning, morning sunrise space. So what are your morning routines like? They're all going to be different, hey, depending on who you got, who you got under your roof and what your demands are. But once again, make a mental check over your morning routines. What's working for you? what's not working for you in terms of morning routines. And I'm just going to add in this, what might be missing that you'd love to bring in that you know would make a difference? Man, oh, man, mornings can be so difficult when you've got a whole lot of other humans that you've got to herd herd to places as well. I um, totally, totally get that. But maybe there's a couple of hacks that you can bring in that might just set the scene, get the battery set for the day. For me, one of the key ingredients to kicking the day off to a good start is morning sunlight, getting that morning sunlight, that early, early, early day sunlight into the back of my retinas, and that resets melatonin. Um, Lots written on that. That is a a game changer for me. I also like to get... um, Movement in the morning, Um, do not worry, I'm not heading out on huge big jogs and runs, but lots of other movement opportunities and yoga and stretching. I um, get into the cold, okay, so um, cold works really, really well for me and I do a lot of breath work in the morning as well. Um, Fasting, intermittent fasting works for me as well. Uh, and that's been something that I've been honing over many, um, many years now and um, got it down to a point that it suits me, but it's probably something that I'll get some um, advice and support on uh, sooner rather than later as well. So think about what your body needs in that morning routine, what's going to support you. Think about the food and the beverages and the water that you consume. Do they sustain you or do they actually stall you? Don't know. You're going to know. 
You've got the driving license for your body. And then think about the chores that need to get done and um, think about the roles and the activity and the energy levels in the family. You know, maybe some of the the routines that you need could actually help regulate the whole family a little bit as well. We all know about um, those mirror neurons and co-reg, um, allied health professionals listening. Maybe there's things that could kind of steady up, shore up the whole family, uh, beneficial for everyone as well. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think. I'm sure there's a spot somewhere near this podcast that you can leave a couple of comments and we'll be checking in on them. Then we've got this piece, this part of the day, where you're swapping hats yet again. Hopefully not while you're driving, but there's a really good chance that you get the fam sorted and then it's kind of, right, okay, what is on for the day? I am now in director mode. I'm now in business owner mode. I'm now in whatever mode you're in. I know most, we know most of our listeners are allied health business owners. So tell me about, well, you're going to have to think about it first. So think about how do you transition from your life roles into your work role? It's a real shift of mental gears and it's often really, really quick. So how do you transition from your life roles into your work role? What supports you? What holds you back? So some people I've spoken to say that this just, within within a very short period of time can actually drain the energy out of their battery because it's just such a wave of, oh, my goodness, all of the things. So I wonder whether there are some changes you could make in that life-to-work transition piece. I wonder whether movement or music helps. I wonder whether um, some quietness helps. I wonder whether... Or to what extent the setup the end of day before supports you to come in with clarity about what you want to get done that day. Be lots of ways to, to do that. I think um I think that's a good one. I'd love to suggest that we all take a, a bit of a view on that one. And then we've got the whole beautiful workday ahead of us. And this is where our energy can go in lots of directions. It can reinforce and it can charge itself up it can just deplete like crazy um so my question for you is how do you break up your day how do you break up your day do you get a morning tea break please tell me you have a lunch break many of you know that my lunch break is booked into my calendar for the next five years why someone thinks that I'm not going to need a lunch break in five years' time, I do not know, but it is this bright pink stripe right across my calendar. Not negotiable, not negotiable. And I use that lunch space in lots of different ways, lots of different ways, Um, depending on the day, depending on what I think I need to be doing, um, depending on what's working, depending on what's coming up in the second half of the day. such a highlight of the day. It's such a good time where I get to close down the morning and I get to get excited and focused about the afternoon, but I also get to get outside and get some movement, um, get some thinking time, get some food, lots of good things in there. So on this piece about movement, uh, 
who's got a stand-up desk? Putting my hand up right now. You can hear my hand waving, surely, but you clearly can't see it. So how are you using movement across your day? Are you standing? Are you running walking meetings? Are you getting some stretches in? Are you getting a quick hot lap around the block? Get some different proprioceptive uh, input and some stretch through. Um, are you using breath work across the day? You might even be using a whole lot of breath work without even realizing that it's breath work, as is often the case. So what are those biohacks you've got in right across the day that will top up your battery? What about rest? To what extent do you actually pause and rest during the day? It, it's those breaks where you just ground yourself back. It's, it could be meditation. It could even be reading. It could be just quietly sitting and thinking. There's a lot to be said for rest, particularly in that early afternoon piece where you just don't push through the carb coma. Um, oh, carbs is a different thing altogether. We'll talk about that another time. But rather than just push through is to actually tune in and to actually slow down at times across the day rather than going at 100K for the whole eight hours, 10 hours, 12 hours. To what extent do you organise your tasks and your diary to support your energy? Some tasks are so much more energising and really, really speak to your genius and your flow. Where do you position them for the biggest impact? Where do you put those other tasks that are a little more draining? Where do they go? I'm sure they're procrastinated uh, from time to time. They're in that basket. I've got a basket with those things in it as well. But they do become urgent at the end of the end of the um end of their time frame. It's a wonderful book. I know you've heard me speak about this before. It's by Donna McGeorge, The First Two Hours. It is just phenomenal. One of my all-time favorite books in terms of how you uh, can divide and conquer your day into four quadrants. So that could be a really good read for you as well. So rather than just sort of stepping into the day thinking, I think I've got enough in the tank to kind of get through it, what moments can you build in? What biohacks, what activities can you build in that will rest you, re-energize you, refresh you, refocus you right across the day. And um, there's lots of things you can do and you, um, you, I know you know all of the things you can do. It's potentially about finding some time and almost scheduling them into, into your calendar and trialing it and measuring some of the outcomes for a couple of weeks. So we've got through the day and now we're back where I started, I don't know, 20 minutes ago, half an hour ago. I don't know when this started. Now we're back to that end of day routine. So curious, you know, what's been interesting? I've just shared just a little sprinkling of, uh, of things that I do and the way that I think about routines and how I check in with what's working and what isn't working well enough. And I get in and correct it and bring up some, bring in some new, some new strategies there, new tactics there. But what works for you? What is working for you? Please identify and document that. And then take a bit of a think in terms of what changes could you make to be even smarter with creating and sustaining your personal energy. 
like I said, get into the comments. I would love to have a conversation on this. Alrighty. Keen for your thoughts. Hope it's been helpful. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. For the show notes and other resources, our webinar replays, they're all available over on naker.com.au. And if you're loving what you're listening to, please subscribe. We don't want you to miss out on a single thing. And if you want others to get the same benefit that you've had from listening into these episodes, please share this episode and any of the others forward to any of your other allied health business colleagues. And we are totally here for you. Don't forget for a moment that you can jump on in and book that power call and uh, we can see how we can help you get the best of business done. Looking forward to seeing you there.